And welcome back to Let's Get To It. Uh, my name is Gil Swinsky. I'm joined by Josh Heider. And today we are starting our first series, Understanding Christianity. We want to go right to the basics and explain everything there is to know about Christianity and what it is. So we're starting with a basic series and Understanding Christianity. So we are going to be going through a four-part series. There's going to be four different episodes. First episode today, what we're going through is Who is God? Um, later in the week or a week from now, we're going to be going through who is Jesus. Then we're going to go into who is the Holy Spirit. And then who are we and why it matters to us. So, Josh, you want to start us off with who is God? Absolutely. What a question. <laughs> what a question to try to figure out today. Uh, hopefully we can have some clarity with this. Um, I think we want to jump right in to the beginning. Gil, I'll let yeah. you jump right into it. But I mean, the context of Genesis 1, 1 through 5, the first verse we're going to go over today, right? Well, there really is no context. No this context. is the beginning <laughs> of the Bible uh, when God created everything that we see, mm-hmm. including us, everything. Um, so, Gil. Yes. Yeah, so right at the beginning, as we said, Genesis, Genesis 1, 1, I'm going to start with, I'm going to read about five verses. So let's get to it. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called light, called night. <laughs> and there was evening, and there was morning the first day. Okay. So... Perfect. Right there, God created the heavens and the earth. God created day and night. God created everything that we are, what we see, what we observe in this in this universe, and mm-hmm. including us, including yeah. us. Yep, yeah, <laughs> we were made us. in the image of God. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So I think I mean yeah. the one the one takeaway we're getting from this verse is that God is the creator. God is creator, and that's <laughs> that's who is God. God is the creator of everything we see, yeah. and I think that warrants some respect and i mean what a great way to start off the bible mm-hmm. saying like okay you're entering in the presence of the person that created you and everything yeah. you see and is the reason why you see he created yeah. your eyes created your ears the reason why i'm in this conversation today wow because of god so um i think that that gathers all our attention and we want to take this very seriously because it's such a powerful verse to yeah. start off the bible um we're actually going to jump all the way <laughs> to the end of the bible right to the end on the last page of the Bible, we're gonna going to first to last, first to last, <laughs> Alpha and Omega. <laughs> we'll get into that, but Revelation twenty-two, three, a little bit of, thirteen. Sorry, a little bit of context here. Um, John, uh, I believe. I don't know if there's some debate whether this is the Apostle John or, I think this is the Apostle John speaking. Mm-hmm. He had a re- revelation of Jesus. Um, and he saw all these things about uh, yeah. prophecies and quite it is a revelation. He received mm-hmm. a revelation from God um, and saw um, Jesus. And we, we're not going to get into a ton of the Jesus aspect today because we want to save it for our next podcast. Who is uh, Jesus? Who is Jesus, <laughs> which we hope is going to be, we're going to have a good transition yeah. from who is God to who is Jesus because we clearly have a need for Jesus, yeah. which we're going to get into today. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it let's and it. read the passage, Revelation twenty-two thirteen. 13. Um, God says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Oh, that's just right there. Who is God? God is eternal. Um, 
as it clearly lays out in the last book of the Bible. Um, I'm the Alpha Omega, beginning, the end, first, and last. And mm-hmm. I think there's not much more to say about that, but God is eternal. God is everlasting. There is no beginning and right. end of God. Right. Yeah, no one came before God. No one's going to last longer than God. Mm-hmm. He's been here. I mean, the way I look at it is if you imagine a timeline and you keep going back in time and then, okay, the world hasn't been created yet, but God's still there. And you yeah. continue that timeline to eternity and negative infinity mm-hmm. and God is still there, which is unbelievable. And, you know, you know, I think um, an application for that is that no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how difficult things may be, no matter what your circumstances are, um, the difficulties and the struggles that you're going through, just know that if you put your trust in God um, and, you know, actually I want to, you know, off the hook, I want to go to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Great um, verse. <laughs> and, well, I think we should get a little bit of context because this verse can be um, misrepresented and the intentions of the verse can be convoluted. So we'll be careful mm-hmm. with that, but I'll just read it. Uh, for the Lord says, uh, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think really powerful verse and you know applying this back to that revelation verse for god saying i'm the alpha and the omega that if you put your trust in the lord um this everlasting god who cares about you Mm -hmm. um and you know we're gonna get more into the jesus aspect of this but but this caring god that that gave his son to die on the cross for our sins and again we're not gonna get into (laughs) that it's so tempting to get into that right now so much there but there's a ton there but hopefully we'll cover that all next week yeah. Um, for our Who is Jesus podcast, but, um, you know, just know that whatever's going on in your life, if you put your trust in the Lord, that he cares for you, uh, plans for welfare and not for evil. The Lord does not have plans for evil mm-hmm. for your life. If you put your trust in him, if you follow yes. him um, and know that um, he cares for you. So Yeah, and also to add to that, think about how much stress that can take off of you right there. Just knowing that God has a plan for you. God knows what's in store for you. And if you just put your trust in God, in Jesus, as we'll get into more, um, but um, he has great plans in store for you and plans that you may never expect. Maybe that's he throws you down some random hole that you're just don't know where it's going, but God will lead you to the light and God will show you his plan through everything that he takes you through. Right. And yeah, to go off that, I think we should look now more at the characteristics of God as a whole and... Mm -hmm. I'm going to go over to Exodus 34. Some context for this is, um, so God sent Moses to bring the Israelites out of Egypt, and this is a little bit after that, and this is the first time God is creating the law, the moral law right. for this, and Moses goes up to on Mount Sinai to get the Tablets. To get the tabs right, yeah. and and of course the um the reason why God is is uh, doing this so God has a covenant with Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made a covenant with Moses and his people, um, saying that he will, God will be their God to to yeah. this group of people, this nation that he essentially, um, solely got them out of slavery in Egypt, yeah. um, and made them his people. And you know the story is. Is so crazy because you continuously see the Israelites reject God, even though He comes back and back again for yep. mercy and compassion. 
Um, so if you haven't read Exodus, highly recommend it. It's mm-hmm. a great book of the Lord's deliverance, and it shows his power through all that. Right. So now I'm just going to get into that verse, Exodus 34, verse 6, a um, little, little bit into verse 7, but it says, The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, this is Moses, The Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. Mm -hmm. And isn't that just a powerful verse? That's summing up who God is um, pretty much. Right. And it's just talking about his steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sins. Even though we do so many wrong things in this world, God still forgives us for those things. We'll get more into that through his son Jesus. Through his son Jesus, um, exactly. Next time, but... I mean, that's. I mean, you just look at those um, specific mm-hmm. adjectives. Uh, God, merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. I mean, how insane that is! Yeah. That as humans, we constantly reject God. We turn away. Uh, we do our own thing. We reject God and follow the passions of our flesh. Yeah. Yet the Lord continues to give us opportunities to come back to him. He does not forsake us. Mm-hmm. He does not say you are not allowed to come back. And that's obviously through his son, Jesus. Again, it's <laughs> it's really hard not to get into that. Um, but just stay tuned for uh, our episode, Who is Jesus? Where we'll be able to dive deep more into deep that. And into why, that. why Jesus mm-hmm. actually came to earth and why we need Jesus. Yeah. I think... I think a lot of people in our society don't understand uh, the importance of Jesus. Um, And I think, you know, what we should get into right now is the holiness and the just uh, characteristics of God and how a just and holy God cannot let sin be washed Mm -hmm. away. He can't just forget sin. He can't just say, oh, you sinned against me, uh, but I'll just forget about that. You can go to heaven. We can... can, (laughs) spend time in eternity together worshiping and, and living together yeah. in company of God. No, we can't just pretend that we turned our, we essentially, we followed the passions of our flesh um, to do our own thing. Basically every single time we sin, yeah. we say that my way is better than your way, mm-hmm. Lord. I know better than you. We reject God every single time we sin. And we have a verse for that later on that we'll get into in yeah. Romans. But, um, I think a great example of a rejection um, uh, of God. I mean, literally, you know, while this is going on, while God is saying these things to Moses, the crazy thing is that the people of Israel. So, so Moses went up on a mountain, Mount Sinai, uh, to receive the proclamation of the Lord and the, the yeah the whole covenant and the and the laws. And meanwhile, the people of Israel are at the bottom of the mountain and they're worshiping this golden calf saying that this golden, this random golden calf mm-hmm. that they created got them out of Israel and is the reason why they got out of, got out of Israel. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like the, just the switch mindset where, where constantly God delivers them um, from their circumstances and then they turn away from God and they're yeah. worshiping this golden calf while this is going on. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. unbelievable yeah. really. And, and. I think the mindset that we can get into is like, oh my gosh, I would never do that. But like we do that every single day yeah. when we sin. We're, yeah. we're, we're literally worshiping the world instead of God mm-hmm. when we follow the passions of our flesh rather mm-hmm. than our creator. We're worshiping the creation rather than the creator every mm-hmm. single time uh, we sin. And yeah, going off of that, I think just like if we put this real world scenario, pretend this was you and 
you had taken a group of people and saved them and brought them from this terrible place and now you were just going to give them a law of something they could follow some rule book right and then you come back to where they're all gathered and they're worshiping someone else and they're putting their hearts and minds into something else when you just deliver them out of this terrible place and think about like how all of us would react i would know Mm. i would be very mad and very frustrated and i wouldn't be able to show love to these people right Right. there but god even like he he was very angry with them and we can see that but he did show love to them and he continued to help them and brought them further out and i think that is that's that's god right there that's Mm -hmm. showing his love showing his mercy Mm -hmm. and he did that for them of people who turned their backs on him right and wanted to worship something else thinking that this golden calf had brought them out of egypt Mm -hmm. when god was right there right and he had done so many miraculous things to get them there and they still turned their backs to him right so and you know that just really shows how amazing God is yeah. where he's able like like that was perfect how you said that like if that happened to me or to you mm-hmm. I mean you would flip out if you just saved yeah. this people and then they turn their backs away from you to worship this idol mm-hmm. and 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 here's a great application for this too I remember when I was younger and I would read about idols and even in the Ten Commandments saying you shall not put idols in front of God I'm like oh that was that was back in the olden days when they had golden sculptures. But it's like, no, we worship our phones. Yeah. We worship social media. We mm-hmm. worship money, power, sex, everything. Yeah. We have our own idols. Like that's the danger of America today mm-hmm. is that we think that we don't have idols, but we probably yeah. we're right up there with, I mean, this golden cap, that's us today. Mm-hmm. And everybody always thinks they're like, you're just trying to one up the next person below you. You think you're better than this person or like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm only doing this. This person's doing this great right. sin. So I'm better than that. But no, every every sin is the same in God's eye. And if we're right. going to take go and um, be on our phones constantly and like idolizing that when we could be in a church worshiping God, that's, mm-hmm. that's an example of an right. idol or right. just like not um, not prioritizing the things that God wants you and staying in the flesh and staying in sin and turning your back to God. Just every day people do that. And we all do that. All Christians do that too. Everybody is a sinner. We're all, we're all sinful, but I think there's a balance where you can find that you can look at these people and be like, yes, this is still applicable, 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 (laughs) 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 applicable (laughs) to my life today. Um, and just because this happened, I don't know, 4,000 years ago, somewhere yeah. around that time range, 4,500 years ago, um, it, it still matters today. And right. we wouldn't have the Old Testament if it didn't matter. So God is showing us here that these people, even though it's this huge golden calf that they're worshiping, we still have idols today that we're worshiping. And we need to find those idols and repent right. and get those out of our lives. So Yeah, I think... Um, you know, looking at the Old Testament and the New Testament, really the Old Covenant and the New Covenant um, yeah. and the writings and the teachings based on those, I think the Old Covenant really shows our brokenness and it shows all these amazing people. I mean, mm-hmm. it shows Moses, it shows Solomon, David, yeah. uh, even Adam, all all these yeah. people and they're failing. And it, they're, they're these righteous people that yeah. constantly fail and it points to a greater, there's a greater David out there. I mean, you look at David and... Really reading about 
um, David falling in adultery with Bathsheba. Today, I read that today in my quiet time. And it just shows, here's this guy that was, he, Mm -hmm. he, his heart was after the Lord. And yet he constantly fell into sin, just like every one of us. Like you look at these people and you're like, oh my gosh, how could he do that? We do that every day. We sin every day. (laughs) And I think we put humans on a pedestal, but in reality, we all are broken individuals and we all fail and and we we almost put those people more celebrated on a higher pedestal yeah um and like i mean we can get into cancel culture if we want i don't think we should (laughs) but like whenever these people these the high profile people make mistakes we are so quick to turn our backs away from them and say oh no we don't do that but in reality i mean what hypocrites we are that we look yeah. at people and we see the sin that they're doing and then we turn them away when we're doing the same thing. Yeah. And I just think that the old covenant really points to the brokenness of the people in a need for a savior. And, and, <laughs> and you know, what a great transition into next week with who yeah. is Jesus because Jesus is that savior. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the Christ that the old covenant talks about. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the fulfiller of the law. He goes above yes. and beyond the law and and raises the law to higher stakes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just what a beautiful illustration that the Bible yeah. has, the way it's written, that we go from the brokenness of the people in the old covenant to the fulfiller of the law and mm-hmm. the covenant um, through Jesus. So yeah, I think we should get into first john four sixteen next and yeah i think that is perfect going off of what we just talked about because even though we're briefly kind of getting into jesus here but um right. the brokenness of of who we were in the old mm-hmm. um testament and old covenant and why we needed the new covenant covenant and that's just god's love showing mm-hmm. and in first john four sixteen, the whole the whole part of this um chapter is about god is love so let's get into it um verse 16 so we've come to know and to believe the love that God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love abides in God, and God abides in him. Mm. So yeah, and you can't know love without God. I yeah, think that's really powerful. Yeah, and especially like even everybody today nowadays like holds love in this high um, thing, and it should be mm-hmm. because love is so powerful. It is such a strong emotion, and it influences people. Right. So God's love here by sending a son, which we will get in. <laughs> but um, this is showing who God is because God is love, as it says, and right. God loves us so much. Um, and you can't even, we can't even, like us as humans can't even comprehend how much he loves us, how many things he did for us, even though we turned our back on him daily and how we, we continue to do that, but he still pours his love out into us and it's just every time you think about that and you think about how maybe it's hard to forgive someone or to show Mm -hmm. love or grace to someone and you see the example of God doing this to us and when he created us so he should be in control he is like he is creator of us right as we got in Genesis 1 1 beginning Mm -hmm. of the Bible God created us so we should be following him like that should just make sense but we choose to go our own ways and to choose to go down these paths that in the end just lead to depression or just wanting more things or just thinking you have it all when you don't or just like false mindsets um, of you need money, you need wealth, you need power to um, fulfill yourself. Yeah, and there's so many different um, holes you can go down to try and find 
that formula for fulfillment, right. but it is only truly found in God and yeah. in Christ. Yeah. Um, An illustration that I like to use, um, if you imagine that kid's toy where you put in the square block and the square hole, you put in the circular hole um, in the square and the circular spot. Um, that's kind of what we're doing with our heart. Yeah. We have this God-sized hole in our heart where we are unfulfilled without it and we constantly try to fill it with things. With Like mm-hmm. like you said, with money, with power, with sex, with everything. And we're trying to fulfill ourselves and try to feel mm-hmm. whole. Yeah. We'll never truly feel whole without God. Yeah. And we'll just be in this downward spiral without Him. Mm-hmm. We're trying to fill that circular God hole with mm-hmm. a square that's everything of this world and yeah. it just won't fit. And yeah, going a little bit, um, kind of this is what happened with kind of with me and my testimony a little bit back around into my life is I did this exact thing. I tried to fill fill that mm. that hole with everything I could and thinking that I would be satisfied with what the world has to offer. Right. And so, I ended up feeling terrible and I found myself just at the end of the road being like, god what what's what's happening here and like the only thing i could cling to there is god and then when i put my full faith in him and truly believed and repented and through him and through his son i felt full like that's that's how you that's how i summarize it right there i was filled with the spirit and i was transformed because my mind wasn't set on looking for the next best thing my mind wasn't set on trying to please everyone or um do something great my all i wanted to do was please the father and Mm. just honor him and everything i do and that 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 hole i had in my heart is now filled and for any non-believer if you're listening to this that can be you too and Mm. we can we'll get into that or listen to our next episode because we'll explain how that works through jesus christ and how he came and died for us and it it's a life transformation it's something we all we all need we all Mm. need god and so he is so powerful. He is love, and he loves us so much. So wow, that's so powerful. Yeah. And um, I think I think we should transition into. Yeah. We have a couple more verses we want to get into. We want to get into Romans six twenty three. Favorite um, one. I'm which, sure you, some of you Gil, might know this yeah, one. Yeah, um, I'm sure. Um, Romans six twenty three. It's talking about um, sin and god and jesus in Mm -hmm. one verse (laughs) it says it reads for the wages of sin is death but the free gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord wow so sin right all that we do that's unholy um that goes against god's law is Mm -hmm. sin and we everybody partakes partakes of that every single day even without knowing it and we're all sinners we're when um we brought when adam and eve sinned and they brought sin into the world we have basically been cursed and we're all sinners and we um need something to satisfy or something to well we we need a savior yeah (laughs) we need a savior to fulfill i mean what we actually got into um in exodus 34 6 with the golden calf um Mm -hmm. and uh well not even necessarily the golden calf but the characteristics of god god what we were saying before where you can't just let God can't let go of sin. He can't mm-hmm. just say, Oh, forget about yeah. it. No, God is holy. God is just. Yeah. There must be punishment for the wages of sin is death. Mm-hmm. Meaning that if we sin once, Adam and Eve's sin is on our hands before we're yeah. born. The wages of sin is death. We die through sin. If we reject Christ, the blood of Christ is not on us. <laughs> meaning that 
God's wrath is on us. What yeah. a terrifying thing that the Almighty God has righteous wrath on us. God if we who created reject the his whole Savior. world. Exactly. So sin needs to be punished. God is so holy and so just mm-hmm. that he can't forget sin. There must be justice. Yeah. There must be justice. And I think we're going to get into so much of that <laughs> with the justice through Jesus yeah. Christ next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll probably leave it at that for now. Yeah. Um, and let's get into one more verse. John Final verse to wrap it up. Just to wrap to, it up. And to kind of, yeah, trans, transfer it right into our right. next. Um, right. Good segue right into mm-hmm. who is Jesus. Right. We've kind of been going on. I know, Jesus. We We've been really hinting about it. And maybe, maybe you're lost right now. Maybe you don't know what, what we're kind of talking about, but next episode. <laughs> right. And it's so, be, it's be so crucial because it's, we can't neglect this because yeah. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the way. The Jesus, is, he's the only way you can yeah. only get to the Father through Jesus. That's why we're not neglecting that. That's why even in a episode where we're talking about God, we have to talk about Jesus because <laughs> yeah. Jesus is God. Yeah. Um, so we'll get more into that. That might, that might have just set your mind for a spiral, but <laughs> yeah, we're trying to get um, it. We're getting ourselves excited for yeah. who is Jesus. I can't wait. And I'll start reading John 3.16. For God so loved the world. I mean, we talked about God's love mm-hmm. uh, for us. God is love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And we're going to continue reading onwards past 16. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order mm-hmm. that the world might be saved through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned. But whoever does not believe him is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only son of God. Wow. Wow. That is. Wow. I'm excited. I am excited. And we're going to get, I, maybe you, we, yeah, we're not even going to explain that right now. We're we're just going (laughs) to next episode, because that is like all about Jesus and who Jesus really is and why Mm -hmm. we need him. Right. And we're going to be going over why we need him, who he is and how, why he matters to our life because he really really matters to right. our lives and right so in next week we will get into that yeah. verse first we'll unpack that verse we'll unpack what this verse is trying to tell us about god yeah. about jesus about us who are we <laughs> who are we who is jesus stay tuned who for our jesus? next episode we're gonna get into who is jesus i hope you enjoyed yeah. our episode who is god god is loving god is merciful god is compassionate god cares about us he cares about us so much that he sent jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Um, God is holy. God is just. Amen. <laughs> and wow. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us yes, today. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed it. And hopefully we catch you on the next episode of Who is Jesus?